Welcome to the All Blends Perfectly podcast. Key, Ryan, Harrison, Coalition Properties, and friends talking about the intersection between lifestyle, real estate, culture, art, and everything in between because it all blends perfectly. All right, fam, welcome back to the All Blends Perfectly podcast. I am Harrison, this is Keith James, and this is Ryan Butler. Today, we want to dive into the state of the 2023 market. Uh, We, as real estate professionals, get a lot of information about what's going on in the market, and consumers get even more because news loves to talk about doom and gloom, what's happening, good, bad, extreme. We wanted to have a conversation amongst three of us that goes a little bit deeper than that and actually gives some context and frame about kind of what's going on right now. Uh, Keith James, I want to start with you. As you think about 2023, beginning of this year, what's going on in the market? And what are you telling people and what are you doing? Yeah, um, I would always like to say what I would do um, when it comes to buying and selling real estate, right? Um, You have a lot of real estate gurus out there, but I just like to be super transparent and be vulnerable with what I'm doing, first of all. Um, The media is instilling a lot of fear in the marketplace. Um, and it's important to understand the education behind, you know, the opportunities that are out here. And that's the first word I think about opportunity, right? Although we're not in a crazy market in 2020 where interest rates are two, 3%. Um, but quite honestly, this is where I like to buy in this type of market. Why? I really do. Why? Um, well, I'll just give you a perfect example. Um, about a month ago, I bought a property, um, in a neighborhood that has historically appreciated very well, very well. Um, I paid $750,000 for that property, right? And honestly, my interest rate is 7.3%, right? Now, if that interest rate was around 3%, I probably would have paid 850 for it, right? Now, I paid 750 for it, and it appraised for 815 before I went to the closing table. So that's instant equity. So I have an opportunity to get a 10 to 15% discount in the marketplace and also reap the benefits of equity. I'll take it. I'll take it. All day. Ryan, uh, again, you're both in the residential space with us in the multifamily. What are you thinking about 2023, this market? And like, what should people know about it? Yeah. 2023 is a tricky market, man. I think um, there is what people expected to come in. Like coming in the predictions and all the gurus, uh, and and also all the economists, like the yeah. people who actually look at numbers, right? And then it's also what we're feeling in the market. Yeah. And like what we're feeling right now has been a, like a, a big uptick in activity. And um, they actually came out with statistics. I think there's been a twenty five percent increase in loan applications. Yeah. And so that's going to be time frame wise, beginning of this year. We're yeah. Talking about like yes, yeah, since... basically last probably within the last sixty days. Yeah. Kind yep. of thing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uptick in loan applications. So that is an indicator mm-hmm. yeah. of that there's going to be more buyers out in the market looking to buy. So I think that's important to think about. For me personally, what I'm doing, um, you know, just like Warren Buffett says, when people are fearful, you be greedy. And when people are greedy, you're fearful. So that's pretty much what I'm, where I'm going with this right now is that I see people who are scared to hit the market both buyers and sellers. And I personally am, am using this as an opportunity to find really good deals. What I've found is that right now there are much better deals on the market than there has been in probably the last three years. And so I've actually increased my uh, aggressiveness in purchasing and I'm trying to buy as much as I can that fits my criteria. I'm much more thoughtful about my criteria now, but I'm being much more aggressive once I find what I'm looking for. Yeah, I think discipline is a major theme that's going to 
stay at the forefront in 2023 because the last couple years, the pace and the speed, how quickly things appreciated, um, the numbers of it all just kind of being no brainers made a lot of these deals make sense, right? Even if you were paying a price premium, the cost of the money being so cheap is what had everybody out in the field competing and, you know, bidding stuff up. As we look at 2023, Keith talked about the interest rate that he got on his house. I just purchased a new home at the end of November, personal residence to live in. My interest rate was just below 6%, but I actually chose to go with an interest-only product. That's creative. Yeah. That's creative. Because you have to in this market. Like, again, discipline is one piece, but also open-mindedness and creativity yeah. are another important part because if you want to secure something, if you want to get in the game and actually be able to own, which – and we're not just saying this as realtors. Like yeah. I, I get annoyed when yeah. somebody gives an outlook on the market. The answer is always, well, now you should fantastic. buy. It's a great it's time amazing. to buy. And yeah. the truth is, look, for some people, when the cost of the money changes, it gets more challenging. Yes. That doesn't mean bad or stop. Yeah. Right? right. That doesn't right. mean bad or stop. It just means you got to have some more discipline. You got to really know your numbers and know what's going on this year. Yeah. Some quick stats that came out, uh, Maryland released at the end of the year, uh, you know, looking at the entire state. And these are like facts, right? So we just talk about these facts and, and operate around them. Maryland home sales dropped <laughs> through the calendar year almost 30%. Wow. Okay. So like that's significant, right? That there were that many fewer transactions at the end of 22. What that so says to me, that's though, not price drops. Correct. That's, that's units. That's transactions. Trans amount of transactions. Exactly. And, and what, I, what is important to me about that number is that doesn't mean to me that that many less people needed a home, right? Like their, their actual need didn't change. Demand, I think, was impacted yes. when that money went up because people were making a choice. Like their need didn't change. But their ease to get to it and their willingness to just jump and dive in, they backed off. So if you get if this is just me looking at those numbers, yeah, there is pent up demand. There Absolutely. are people that are, are literally waiting on the wings, and we see this yeah. right to take action. So as we talk about the beginning of the year, I don't know which one of y'all want to take this. Yeah, how are we encouraging people to operate and make moves now while there is still this kind of fluctuation transition, as yeah. opposed to when hopefully rates go back down and it gets back to that brisk market we saw before. Think, Keith, I want you to take this question, but one thing I wanted to point out um, to pair with what Harrison is talking about is that the, the pent-up demand is there, but um, in addition to the pent-up demand, the supply yeah. went down even more. Yeah. So what that means is if people wanted to stay, what you doing, man? My bad, man. Josh was calling me the lender as we're talking about. <laughs> Josh was calling me. What you doing, man? My bad. No, nah, you good, bro. <laughs> so the, if the um even if the man stays the same or drops a little bit um but what we're saying right now is that there's an increase in buyer applications right right and then there's still an expected decrease in the amount of uh, transactions sold this year so that means that the supply is getting smaller and the demand is bouncing back a little bit at least in the short term yeah, yeah. but yeah. keith why don't you tell us uh, yeah. and i'm sorry I have, a, I have a number of correction gentlemen I was, I was reading. I was trying to like read and look up and do all the okay. things. It's all blending perfectly. We're figuring it out. Right. The actual unit drop from 21 to 22 was 21.2% in the state of Maryland. Okay. But the sales price, the median sales price actually rose yes. 6.5% yeah. in that same time. Yeah. So and we are, felt that. We, we knew, definitely we felt knew that. that that happened. No, 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 no. Uh, to piggyback um, of the demand and applications now up 28%, the average home buyer. Um, January 2022 to um, June, the average home buyer sales price and approval price decreased by $80,000 yeah. just due to interest rates. So if you were approved for 
500000 in January and you didn't make a move until, you know, May or June, your new sales price was four twenty. Yeah. Right? And what lenders had to do, they had to get creative. And lenders, the world of lending, had to get creative and um, catch up with what the, where the market was going. And I think now that has happened, right? So you get you got programs out there that that's like like the three two one buy down, right? Where you can pay a lower interest rate year one, um, a lower interest rate year two, um, and then you still have the ability to refinance. And I think when you talk about you know being creative with your interest only loan, um, you have to make sure as a buyer you check off all boxes and make sure you get the right loan for your criteria and your profile, which is important. So that that's to me, um, when you're talking about the market and where it's going and what buyers are doing right now, the three, two, one buy down is a good way to get into a home now and reap the benefits of the equity because we know the market and housing prices are still going to appreciate. That's the stat you just gave. And some underlying dynamics that are still going to protect our region. We're having some changes in like the national job market in terms of the tech sector, right? Oh. We've heard about Microsoft, heard about some of these other companies yeah. laying people off. And around the country, that causes pause because people are like, oof, man, if jobs actually get worse, incomes change, that has a direct impact on housing markets, yeah. right? For the DMV, though, we've got a very significant employer that is the federal government right. that continues to kind of insulate us. And no matter what the kind of economic shifts are, we still got a lot of reasons that people will still have income around here. So yeah. that's one of the insulators that as markets correct and adjust, which is yeah. what we are expecting to continue to happen this year, like a correction from that craziness in 2020 and 2021. So, Keith, what I want to ask you is um, how can first time home buyers win in this market? And then, Harrison, I'd like to follow up question on that one is. How can um, both people who are looking to move up, like move up buyers, mm -hmm. how can they win? Because they might have to sell their home and then go buy a new home. So, Keith, can you first tell us how can first-time homebuyer win? Like, what is a win yeah. and how are they winning? Yeah, I mean, a lot of my first-time homebuyers right now, they're getting 10 to 15% um, decrease in price, whether it's cash out of pocket you know, you can go ask for closing help now. So the the the, the first time home buyer can actually right now bring less cash to the table. Um, if it was twenty twenty, any buyer I was talking to, you would have had to add fifty to seventy five thousand dollars to the list price to win cash. Cash, right? So if I'm a first time home buyer, I'm looking to buy a flexible appreciating asset, and I can get some closing help that I can only bring. You know, in some instances ten thousand. You know, twenty thousand even 5,000 and there's some first time home buyer programs where you can get a check cut back to you at the closing table. I'm going to take that. Yeah. I'm going to take that. Wait, who's going to cut me back some money at the table? Well, what DC, program? D DC is uh, giving out a lot of money right now. Okay. Um, you got the home purchase assistance program. Thank you, Mayor Bowser. Thank you. You got the uh, DC open doors. You got the George Mason $10,000 grant program. And for DC government, they have the opportunity to get <laughs> Free money, loans, yeah. grants, a lot more opportunities and options out there. Yeah. 
Then Ryan asked me about move up bias. Oh, <laughs> 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 And for DC government, first time home buyers, you have the opportunity to get an extra $20,000 in closing cost assistance to go towards your total cash to close. So the lending world is putting out more grant programs, more programs for home buyers to be successful in the marketplace that I think they should be taking advantage of. Fantastic. I got my first home. Life's great, but I'm, I want to continue to be a real estate investor. So, Brother Beecher, what looks, what's the next? Um, I already have a home, an existing home buyer. My, I, got, I added a little one, mm-hmm. right? I got a wife, got a kid now. Yep. What's going on, man? We got options right now, which is great. Um, if you are going to do like we recommend and let your first primary residence then be your investment property, you got to Talk to the lender and make sure that your numbers work out first. So if you have additional capital or you're going to utilize one of the other low down payment options to buy your next home and can carry both comfortably, it can make sense in this market to move up. And moving up means I'm buying another home after I have my first one. I look closely at the numbers on how I'm going to be able to rent it out, how much it's going to be able to cover, service my debt, right? It's another uh, phrase we teach folks about. I just want to make sure... Like for my first home in Riggs Park, I knew my note on it was only sixteen hundred, and the rent in that neighborhood when I first rented was like between twenty three to twenty four hundred. So that was enough cushion between covering my my mortgage payment, having me make a little bit extra money. Now we all know who's been knocking down my microphone. He's been blaming me for knocking the microphone down over and over again, no, and I knew you. it was him. You breathed on it too hard, damn it! <laughs> Shoot, go ahead, man. <laughs> Tell these people how to make some more money right now. I told y'all we need a new microphone. Next ep- next episode, they're coming. Oh, man. That was really funny. That was actually funny. So you can rent out your first house, cover your mortgage, make a little bit extra, and the lender shows you that once that first mortgage is covered. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> It's all right. Okay. All right. We'll come back. Look. You got 10 minutes. Here, I'm gonna give I'll give my answer in three minutes. You got less than 10, man. No, I said we have 10 minutes, so I have three to say this and wrap up. Move up buyers. Here's what you can do. You own one home. You know your mortgage. You know what you can rent for. If there's a cushion or a delta, when the lender is approving you, they can basically help approve you for more because they know that that first mortgage is going to be covered. So step one is talking to a lender, making sure that you've got either the capital or the debt space to be able to do it. The second option that's unique to 2023 is to do like I did for my most recent home, sell the home I was living in, but I was able to put a contract on the first, on the new home that was contingent on selling saying, hey, Mr. Seller for the new house, because the market's a little slower, 
Give me 60 days to get my home under contract and get a number that I like. If I can't sell my home, I don't have to buy your home and I can just stay where I'm at. So you got a lot more options right now as a buyer in 2023, just because that reduced demand, that slightly reduced competition just gives you more opportunities to navigate. Talking with the lender first is important, knowing your numbers in terms of what the house could either rent for or sell for, and then having a timeline plan in place to both maximize that value and really get a strong contract on the new home you're buying are unique opportunities we just didn't have before this year. So other things about this market as we kind of wrap up, like how should people be thinking about what they're hearing in the media in terms of next actions they take? I know you took some action recently. You've been taking some action recently yeah. too. What just, just, just leave them some final gems to consider. Don't wait to buy real estate, buy real estate and wait. And what that means is buy now, Hold your property. Just understand it's a long-term game, right? If you're going to be in the game for a, for a while, make sure you understand that. I don't know what else I'm about to say. My bad. But Ryan, you take over. <laughs> well, I think this is a great time. This is a great opportunity to conserve cash. So even while you can buy, especially first-time home buyers, if you are, have been fiscally responsible and you have some disposable income, it's good to utilize the programs, the first-time home buyer programs, and keep your money in your pocket. So that way you can buy the home and keep the money in your pocket. To me, that's a win-win. So I would try to work on that. And then the second thing I would do is um, uh, just lean, make sure that the uh, expenses that you have at home and the property that you're buying, that it lines up, that you're not trying to buy too much house so that you're house poor. And that way you won't run into any financial issues later. You want to be able to support the properties that you're buying. And put and put three months, at least three months, have of, a cushion. Uh, a cushion got to have a cushion, like behind the property. Yeah, because clearly we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, nobody's got a crystal ball. But to Ryan's point earlier about maybe one of the best investors in the history of the world, Warren Buffett, uh, thought that I have comp comparable to that is it makes sense to look at it and consider taking action when others retreat. When others are retreating from the market, that's when you should take a look. So all we're saying is for twenty twenty three, discipline, right, strategy plan clarity right on your numbers and your capability and what you're doing but also a thoughtful and measured approach because right now some other folks are just bailing or just assuming they can't do it or shouldn't and that's not the narrative we are absolutely helping people win that are getting in the game now and checking it out so that is uh, our quick market update we're going to do these periodically thank you for joining in with all blends perfectly follow us on instagram at all blends perfectly my personal is at hl beach you can find keith james at at keith james and you can find ryan at and you can follow our team at Coalition Properties. Thank you for joining in. We'll see you next time.